Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, where you'll be informed, inspired, and entertained. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, owner of Jazz Potential and creator of Find Your Sparkle. And today I am very happy to have with us Rena Davis. Welcome, Rena. Thank you, Jen. Now, Rena, you were on my show last year. Yes. And you shared an incredible life story. And I wanted to ask you if you could kind of give our audience a brief Reader's Digest version. Yes. And then we'll move on to some exciting things that have been happening sure. in your life. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess the, the Reader's Digest is um, coming from alcoholism, depression, a uh, single parent, and uh, having kidney disease. <laughs> yeah, so it's quite a lot. I had a lot going on back in the day. Um, I have uh, been sober for 19 years now. Very happy to, to say that. Uh, my daughter is now 28, so she's, you know, out on her own, which is great. That's um, awesome. Yep. <laughs> and uh, um, depression never really goes away, but it's, it's certainly something I have a handle on nowadays through a lot of things that I teach other people, actually. And um, and I've had a kidney transplant, so that's a year and a half ago now that I had a transplant uh, from my my cousin, my uh, my Earth Angel, as I refer to oh her often. Oh my gosh! Yes. And uh, and my life has changed so drastically over over like the past twenty twenty five years, I guess. You know, it's just come from a hot mess, basically, to uh, um, one of potential and one of uh, one of peace and a lot of mindfulness and uh, excitement really yeah well you know it makes me so happy to hear you say that because you just have such a great energy now so I can't Thanks. imagine the former the former arena <laughs> yeah. but I certainly love the new arena so what I really wanted to talk about today is is a couple of things yeah. one is you know you're your recovery since your kidney mm -hmm. transplant yes. and some of the things that have been happening. Sure. Talk because that's that's hard. I mean, yeah. holy moly. You know, I I went into my transplant <laughs> relatively healthy. I know that sounds kind of weird because I had 5% kidney function when oh I my went goodness. in. Wow. But otherwise, other than my kidneys, right. I went in really healthy. So I was strong. I was teaching yoga. I had, you know, good muscle mass and things like that and mentally I was I was good and that is such a tremendous help holy cow well that pre-prep the prep exactly exactly the lifestyle prep is yes. everything because in any surgery of course um, if you if you're as healthy as you can be going in your recovery time will be much less and uh, easier, really. Oh my goodness, absolutely. Yeah, and then your mindset, of and course. your mindset, absolutely. That's huge, really, and it's um, I think sometimes discounted by people. I think a lot of times, I think it's so. discounted by yeah. people, and we're afraid huge. to look inside. Sometimes, we are, we aren't are, we? <laughs> yeah. So well, sometimes it can be, you know, it's, it's scary. It's a scary, a scary spot sometimes, uh, and uh, you know, we have that shadow side that lurks within all of us, and uh, we don't like to admit it all the time, but. It's there, and uh, and it comes out periodically. And uh, so having, you know, those good coping mechanisms to deal with whatever is coming up is vital. And um, when you're 
you know, I've I've often said through the 25 years that I, from the time I was diagnosed with kidney disease up until the time that I did have that transplant, it was a 25-year period. Wow. And it was like constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. Like, when is it going to happen? You know, and, so oh my golly. in the How did that feel? Like, I mean... You just, you felt, you feel like you're not able to move on as much as you want to. For example, I felt very stuck in a job that okay. I didn't want to necessarily be in because I had <laughs> disability. It was, it was safety. I had a disability plan there. Right. And I knew that, you know, when I did get a transplant, I was going to need time off. Yes. And I wouldn't be able to lose income. So you kind of feel stuck in some ways in times like that. Um, so how do you get through that? Because I mean, yeah. obviously you, you did and you had to make a choice. I, I, and I did. I did make a choice. And my choice was all about what am I going to do after this transplant? Right. Once, once it came to, you know, I know it's, it's coming now. You know, early on, uh, I can say that like in the first even 10 years, mm -hmm. I was afraid to even get involved with somebody. I, I felt like I was, you know, giving them damaged goods or something, oh my goodness. you know, like, uh, and, that, and now I have to tell you, I have a disease and I right. don't know what's going to happen. But I, I did manage to get through that and got involved and, you know, and found out that, you know, my, my partner didn't, he was just kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know, like, well, it wasn't, wasn't a huge big deal. So that was all good. Um, and for getting through uh, the the rest of it, I did stay with a job that I didn't want to necessarily be in for the benefits. Right. However, during that period of time, I was doing so much internal work and, that's... and so much prep work right. to know where I was going after. And uh, it wasn't long after I had my transplant that I left the job and uh, and, you know, struck out on my new path that I was planning for for a long time, really. And that's what kept me going in that job, is that's to know it. that, you know, well, I've got something else. And that's all around mindset. It's that totally That is. stuff that we do discount. Yes. Because you can get exactly. through anything. And it's, yeah. you know, you weren't focused on, on that job exactly. at the time. You were focusing on what that job could provide for you. Exactly. So you could have a better that's life right. afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. What were some of the challenges that you experienced with that? Because everyone who's listening knows that it's yeah. easy to just, you know, to be able to say all of that. But what yeah. was happening inside? Where were those, you know, those real challenges, those struggles that you had to dig yourself up and give yourself yeah. that kick in the butt and, you know, the pep talk? Yeah, the pep talk is, is can be hard. Can it, it is. Um, it is hard. <laughs> yeah. And, and you get tired. I mean, oh my you gosh. get really tired when you're, especially, I think everybody gets really tired when they're going to a job they don't want to be going to. Yeah. Then add everyone in, can relate. Then add in your 5%. Right, kidney yeah. functions, yeah. which so, I mean, also makes you tired. I I think I might have been the most energetic person with five percent <laughs> in the world. I don't know. I I'm, I would say that's. I'm judging true. myself like that. <laughs> uh, that's how I that's how I think of it, anyways. But because I was teaching yoga on the side, okay, and I and I was um, doing coursework on the side, right? So you know, I mean, yeah, I had a lot of naps. You know, I had I had to have a lot, and of that naps. was. But that's part of your self care. That's part of self care. Exactly. And one of the things that you and have to do, accepting that, and, ex and exactly accepting it, and then scheduling yeah. it, and, and making exactly. time, exactly, and making the time, prioritizing, that's so important yeah, to because, prioritize yourself. In that well, and way. you were really you were the priority, and I had to be right. Yeah. You had to be. I and had to be. So that must have been a bit of a kerfuffle, and I mean some internal dialogue going on there. For I'm sure. sure, for sure. Can you talk so, a little yeah, bit about that? So challenges for me, yeah, definitely. 
I think um, women in general, especially mothers, and I am a mom, uh, we we prioritize everybody else mm-hmm. except ourselves. Absolutely. And um, and I had to. I just had to stop. It it kind of. And I had to stop prioritizing the job. Mm-hmm. You know, because I am one of those people that. Whatever job I do have, I'm going to put 100% into mm-hmm. it. And even if I don't love it, yes. um, I'm, going to, I'm going to give it my all. I'm just one of those people. Mm-hmm. I have a strong work ethic. And that makes you who you are. It does. And um, one of the struggles with that, of course, was that it wasn't in alignment with my true authentic right. self, my values, mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. So that was a big struggle conflict, for me. Conflict, for sure. Big conflict internally. But you go into it with an attitude of... What can I bring to the table, though? Mm-hmm. What can I uh, bring to this group of people that is going to better their day in some way, even if they don't want to? And it's, oh it. my golly, I know exactly what you're talking about, 100%. Yes. Great. But it makes a huge difference for people like you to be in that kind of an environment. Right. Now, honestly, and I know this is, this is totally not why you do this, but w- when you think back, how many days and did you improve? How many people's days did you improve by yeah. being you and by bringing that energy and that positivity right. and, and the attitude? Yeah, and yeah, it's it's hard to know, isn't it? I mean, we and that's one of the things about yes. life. We never know who we're impacting. Just the by, ripple effect is just huge. Just by smiling at somebody or something so simple as saying hello or hey, I like your shirt. Or you know, we you never know. know. <laughs> that yeah. is. I love that you just said that because it could be me sitting there. One of my things that I always challenge my clients to do, and, and I call it the smile game. Mm. And it's that's what it is. It's just smiling at people. Yeah. And you do that naturally. Yeah. I do that naturally. Yes. It's just something that has been part of who we are. Yeah. For other people, it's really cool to see their reaction when they start doing it. It is. It does I, make a difference. It totally makes a difference. You know, yourself yeah. walking down the road, if someone smiles and says hi, yeah. it just lifts you a it little does. bit. It does. It brightens you. Yeah, absolutely. So there's your challenge, whoever's yes, listening. Whoever's out there. Yeah. <laughs> go out and play the smile game today. There you and, go. And I love also that you you talked about giving someone a compliment. Yes. That's yeah. one of my favorite things to do too is, mm-hmm. is a, at least one. I mean, it's you can give lots, but at least yeah. one sincere Absolutely. compliment. And everybody yeah. knows if it's fake. So they I mean, yeah. and it's it should be pretty easy to find something to compliment people about. It, and yeah. It, right. And I mean, it it's makes interesting. Yes. Absolutely. And, and it doesn't for for me anyways, it doesn't even have to be somebody I know. Oh I my might gosh. Be, Normally I it's might not be anybody standing, I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Maybe standing in a lineup and go, wow, I love those shoes. Or, yeah. Man, your hair looks great. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah. it makes a huge difference. It people, does. People aren't yeah. used to it. And it's just they one aren't. of those simple little things. It's such a simple thing. That we can do to not only lift our spirits, but lift people around exactly. us. Exactly. Somebody if, else, yeah. And I love this example. If somebody's having a, a lousy day, mm-hmm. you know, just that simple little yes. thing can turn around their day and it everyone can. else that they would have impacted throughout the day. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, you just, you don't know the impact. Oh my gosh, It absolutely. can be huge. Yeah. So when you think back and you think about, you know, getting over those struggles, what were some of the big lessons learned that you could pass on really quick? So for me, um, yoga was a huge part um, of my uh, my care, my self care, and everything. Being... I am a yoga teacher as well, but but my personal practice and uh, my meditative practice were big, and mindfulness. Those are three things that I can say were just anybody can do these things. They are not, you know, they're not 
way out of the realm. You don't have to even leave your house to do these things. You can do a moment of mindfulness and, and it changes everything. Um, so for me, uh, mindfulness practice, being accepting of whatever is going on in my life. And I, and when I say acceptance, I don't mean that people have to accept, you know, the, the abusive husband or the, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, um, acknowledging where things are right now, opening your eyes to it and then going, okay. I can accept this is happening and where do I go from here? Right. And being at peace with that. Um, and it's it's interesting what happens, uh, you know, when I finally got to the point where I accepted I had this chronic disease and it wasn't going away because, you know, I mean... <laughs> well, you hope, right? You think, okay, you do. If you there's, there's got to be some yeah. way this can there's, just disappear. You know, and I was very spiritual for a lot of that time and it's, you know, you hear about people... Healing. Healing and that kind of thing and... Um, and that wasn't a, a thing that was happening for me. I was like, you know, and that felt hard. I, I kind of was like, well, I've been practicing for so long. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is awesome. We're going to have a quick break. Sure. And when, we, when we come back, we're going to continue this amazing okay. story. I Great. love hearing your awesome story. <laughs> You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, and welcome back, Rena. Thank you. Now, just before break, you were talking about the things that really, the three main things mm-hmm. that have helped you right. throughout your journey. Yes. So let's go back and just refresh about those. Sure. So yoga? Yoga, yeah, for sure. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, so yoga um, yoga is, can be, it's not for everybody, but can be a very spiritual practice. Um, it can be very grounding uh, getting into your body, connecting with the mind, uh, moving in a way that feels good in your body is mm-hmm. just really helpful. And um, after alcoholism, one of the things that I was acutely aware of is that I, I didn't know how to move my body sober. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. And you don't think about that. Yeah, I know. But that would be a big thing, right? It was a huge thing. So I oh. used to be out dancing all the time. And then all of a sudden I was like, I don't know actually how to dance when I'm sober. Oh, wow. So it's an interesting, oh my gosh, that weird would be. thing that people wouldn't think. No, I didn't don't. think about well, until no. I went to dance one day and went, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my God. Yeah, it was bizarre. Wow. But, um, <laughs> so yoga really helps you connect with your body mm-hmm. in a, in a way that, so you start moving again and start feeling comfortable in yourself. Right. And, uh, and if, I think for probably most alcoholics, there's a discomfort in being who you are. Right. right. And, uh, and you're, ner- of, you're learning to things. live a whole new you're, life. You're learning you? to live without an aid, right? So yeah, so yoga was huge for me and the spiritual side of it um, as well. There's, uh, once I started looking into the philosophy of yoga, it's interesting, I've recently taken a course that's uh, yoga for the 12 steps. So the 12 steps of alcoholism or or any recovery. Right. Yeah, it uh, it connects all the the philosophies around yoga, the sutras we call them, uh, with the 12 steps, which was super cool. Oh to, my golly, that sounds awesome. That. It was really awesome. Wow. Um, I, there's a second part to that that I intend to take, but it's in New York, so I have to have to oh, <laughs> save a little my, bit more planning for yeah, that one. Yeah, a little more planning <laughs> for that one. So yeah, so yeah, that's that body connection was really important post-sobriety. Um, and then we talked about my, my meditation, of course. Yes. So meditation, just stilling 
stilling my thoughts a little bit. You know, there's uh, a lot of anxiety around, will people like this new version of me that's not the party girl? Okay. Right? That must have been a real big internal struggle, Very too. big, especially because I did have people <laughs> who were my drinking buddies right. saying to me, you're no fun when you don't drink. Oh, so that hurts. Yeah. It hurt. It yeah. hurt a lot. And... um did you no. cut your ties from all that crowd? I just I, to... I did. Okay. Um, yeah, I did cut my ties. Uh, more they cut them with me. Okay. Because I, I all of a sudden was adamant I'm not drinking anymore. This is, it's done. Yeah. So. They knew I, you were serious. They knew I got yes. serious about it and they cut ties with me, uh, which um, some of my family members were, I can't believe they ditched you. But as I pointed out to them, I was the one that changed, not them. Right. So it's I, okay. I was a different person. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so, yeah, meditation was at that, you know, kind of silencing that internal anxiety, um, reminding myself that I'm, I'm worthy of, you know, of sobriety, truthfully, because I think sometimes, um, you know, you, you feel like you're not, uh, a full person in a way right. so you're not I'm not exciting I'm not adventurous enough I'm not this enough or that enough or whatever it is you know did you feel did you feel shame absolutely there was a lot of shame uh, a lot of shame around um, being a drunk mom right tons of shame around that but uh, also just shame in not knowing who I really was, you know? I mean, I'd been drinking it's, since I was 13. So, yeah, know, uh, who am I? Right. Who is this person that's, you know, I was the weird kid. We, we were talking about yes, that during break. the break. I was the super weird kid that, you know, people kind of thought I was a little off. And, and frankly, I was a little off. I, I had depression even then. Uh, when I look back now, I right. realize hindsight that there was 20, hindsight, yes. exactly. So, yeah, I was off. Um, so, yeah, and just that was my coping mechanism in a sense, that, mm -hmm. that alcohol. And then I'm out, you feel like you're out without a life jacket all of a yes. sudden going, well, well now what, what do, do I, I do? do? Who am I? Right. I don't even know. I've been drinking since I was 13. We don't know who we are at 13 or We don't know who we are or... a lot of times at 40 and 50 for heaven's sake. Exactly. <laughs> We're, We're always growing. We're, We're always growing that and That's trying. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that meditation was that just silence that voice. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be anybody in particular. You don't have to figure it out today, you know, and, and just that, that reminder. So meditation was really important for me. Now, a lot of people say that they can't meditate. You probably hear that a lot. I do. Right? I, hear I, I, I hear it all yeah. the time. What I like to tell people is that, you know what, there's no real right or wrong there's way. Just not. You just need to practice and experiment with yeah. it and yeah. figure out, you know what, you are going to have thoughts because I think yep. people think meditation means that you have no thoughts in yeah. your head. Yeah. So with that, I think, is what is scary yeah, for people exactly. because you can't, you can't possibly shut those and, all down, No, you right? can't. You have 70,000 yeah. average thoughts a day, yeah. so it would be pretty challenging. Yeah. But what do you do when you get the thoughts in? Because I think that that's key and yes. it can help people to maybe not be so right. so, intimidated by yes, meditation, yeah. right? And, and it's interesting that you say that because it, it's during my yoga teacher training, actually, the... Um, the guru that was uh, teaching there, he talked about 
um, the, the average person being able to completely silence their mind for about three seconds. Right. You know, there you go. Yeah. I mean, and you, I mean, that's the guru. That's the guru. And he's saying, you don't have to be perfect, you know, and none of us do. And none of us are. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But for, yeah, for uh, advice around that, that monkey mind is going to go. Yes. It's going to go. It's going to be off doing this and that and the other thing. And when you notice it, every time you notice it, you just go, oh, okay, there it is. One of the things that I've done is just say thinking, just label it. It's just thinking. Mm-hmm. It's okay come back to my breath. Um, Another thing is to become the observer of the thought. Yes. So just... I think that's my fave. I think it is mine too. (laughs) So if you can imagine your your thoughts or yourself as that third person, that soul that's watching the show, Mm -hmm. and just disengage from it in a a sense. So rather than trying to shut thoughts off, because we know we we really can't shut them down. It's uh, and that's where the that's struggle the happens. Struggle, exactly. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, I can't do yeah. this. I can't meditate. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But instead of that, just observe them and notice mm-hmm. what's going on in there. Right. Thank it. Uh, it's a, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. okay. Thanks for yeah. showing up. See you later. Exactly. Let it go through. Think of that's right. You know, that yeah. that analogy of the 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 cart or the, you know where you put your groceries. Yes. Right? The thing going along. Yeah. The conveyor belt. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I mean, just you know, it, carry well, on. Yeah, exactly. And there's, I mean, people connect with different imagery like yeah. that, floating by on a cloud, um, whatever the case may be. You know, there's lots of different ways, and there's. So yeah, the benefits, the benefits. Let's talk a little bit more yeah. about the benefits because we're almost out of time. Okay, but yeah, the benefits, yeah, the of, benefits meditations. Of, of meditation and mindfulness meditation. Uh, I'll just say yes because they're they're con- they're different but connected. Absolutely, and uh, they the benefits: uh, stress reduction, lower blood pressure, uh, lower cholesterol, dealing with pain better, <laughs> lower cholesterol. Uh, better self-esteem, um, so many benefits, there so many are. better sleep patterns. Uh, there's just so much. There is. There's so many that it's it's hard to even talk about them all. So yeah, there's a million benefits to meditation and mindfulness. Yeah. So we highly recommend that we, everyone. We highly recommend everyone should really do it. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and, uh, and don't yeah. beat yourself up. And just exactly. you know, that's the thing. That's the problem with it, right? Yeah. Even simple things that being out in the garden is a form a of medi- medicate meditation. I've often heard people talking about doing dishes. Yes. And just whatever stills, whatever you're doing, that all of a sudden you find yourself just lost in it. Yeah. And Anything. then all of a sudden. Wow, and you're back like, to oh, reality. Oh, ten minutes just went by. Exactly. That's meditating, folks. That's meditating. Exactly. So don't put pressure on yourself. Yeah. But also don't underestimate yes. how important it exactly. is to you know to, exactly. to do these things for yourself. Yeah. So overall, mm-hmm. <clears throat> over the last, you know, little bit of your journey, yeah. how do you describe where you are right now? So right now I'm uh, I'm far more resilient. Than I used to be. That's a good so, word. Yeah. So one of the things that I have found with all these practices, of course, things still come up in life. Oh my gosh. Things it's, still happen all oh. the time. It's not like you enter into some realm perfect. where everything is perfect now. <laughs> yeah. No nope. happen. Problems still come up. Depression still comes up. All the things still come up. What's happening for me now is that I bounce back far quicker from everything that goes on in my life. And I'm far more accepting of the challenges that do come up. Awesome. I love to yeah. hear that. So when you go back and you think about that, mm-hmm. what are some tips that help you to be aware? Yeah. So um, 
rather than fighting against whatever's happening. Uh, in I, I've, uh, I'm a mindfulness teacher as well. So resistance times pain mm. equals suffering. That's so a good, yeah. Just a quickie little, you know, formula. So if you consider you have this level of pain, say your pain level is at five, and that can be mental, emo- you know, emotional, and, whatever right. it is, and you resist it, and your resistance level is at a 10, you can look at your suffering. So resistance times pain equals suffering. Is it a 50? Right. Well, what happens if you stop resisting? Oh, my goodness. It goes way down to a five. Right. right? (laughs) And it's amazing when we stop resisting what happens, what happens to everything. So what happened in your life? So what happened? Share some of your great stuff in the the last minute and a half. All right. So for me, um, I mean, I started looking at what I can bring to the table. I I look at my story much differently now as, um, you know, this shame from alcoholism and, and all the things and depression and all those things too. I can help people now. Right. So, you know, I've certified, as I just said, as a mindfulness teacher. I'm a certified health and life coach now. I teach yoga. I've been doing that for a long time. So, you know, I'm just, I'm bringing hopefully a brand new energy out, uh, you know, through the people around me and to my, my world. I'm uh, doing a retreat now in May. I'm chairing a kidney walk that, you know, uh, I'm doing all kinds of different things that never would have happened for me before. That ever. is so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love, I love that. Yeah. And one of the things that I have to, when, when I look at you, you just, you're just so full of love and so full of oh, energy thanks. and full of love and Thank life. You. And, and that's, that's what mm-hmm. I really want to see. And even the last time that you were here, mm-hmm. it was relatively soon after your transplant. It was, yes. So for me to see you now, yeah. even compared to then, oh. It's just amazing. Oh, good. good. So before we go, my (laughs) last question, what makes you sparkle? What makes me sparkle? Um, Seeing smiling faces always makes me sparkle. Oh, my God. That's the best thing ever. I love it, love it, love it. It's been so awesome having you here, Rena. It's really great to see you again. You too. And I look forward to seeing you again. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM. Remember, go out and do something that makes you sparkle today, and we'll catch you next time on Find Your Sparkle with Jen.